are now listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. Hey, welcome back to another episode of the Major Jobs Podcast. Today, I got to talk with a trades apprentice. So, you probably have heard of the trades. It's what you do with like labor and with your hands. It's not really in the cubicle and in an office. So, they're like the plumbers. They're like the machinists. They're the people out there in the field working. And I got the pleasure to talk with one who's training to be in the trades and he works with a journeyman to do different kinds of things and I'll just let him speak for what he does and I learned so much from this interview. I know that you're going to learn a lot too. This isn't a job that you hear about a lot in the media so I'm happy that I'm covering it and I just want to say enjoy this interview and I hope you learn a lot. What would you say your job title is? Um, I am a pipe trades apprentice. And what is the job description? What do you do? Basically, um, most of my job right now is learning the trades, you know, learning what all the different tools are, what all the different parts are, uh, and then 90% of the, the actual learning is in the field, you know, working with a journeyman or several journeymen to put together different piping systems, uh, install sinks, install toilets, drinking fountains, that sort of thing. Uh, even installing heating lines for um, like HVAC systems and stuff like that. So did you always know that you wanted to work in the trades from an early age? Oh, definitely not. Uh, I'd, I'd never even thought about it like I, I didn't even know anything about the trades at all uh when i was a kid i mean if i'm being completely honest i had a pretty uh pretty negative opinion of you know blue collar workers when i was growing up which is kind of hypocritical because both of my parents were in the, the military you know and that's uh-huh. practically blue collar work uh-huh so how did you get introduced to the job? Um, well, I met I met a couple of people that were in, and uh, I mean, I'd, I'd been basically just working uh, like customer service jobs, stuff like that up until that point, mm-hmm. and one of them suggested that I apply. So, you know, I went through the application process, and you got to take some tests and uh, do a couple other things, mm-hmm. and... Uh, they said I was good enough to get in. So as an apprentice, do you get paid for doing work? Definitely. Yeah, I even get paid yes. uh, for, for days that we have to go to class. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, now, me personally, I'm in a, I'm in a union. Uh-huh. So rules for, for union workers and stuff uh, can be different than people that aren't unionized. Or it can even be different from union to union, depending on uh, what kind of contracts that the union or the company has. So uh, when we're out in the field, um, the apprentices, they start off making 50% of journeyman wages, and it grows each year uh, that you're in. The apprenticeship is five years long, so every year you make you know, more money closer to journeyman wages until you're making journeyman wages. Uh, but we get the same benefits as the journeyman. We get the same insurance. We get 
you know, pension plan, 401k, uh, all of that stuff. Uh, so it's it's a really good, really good deal. And can you kind of explain who a journeyman is for people that don't understand that? Oh, sure, 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 totally. Um, so basically a journeyman or a journey worker or whatever you want to call them is a person that has taken the time to learn a craft of some kind. They could be uh, basically any kind of trades worker. They could be uh, an iron worker, an electrician, uh, blacksmith even, although those aren't nearly as common nowadays as they used to be. And of course, you know, plumber, pipe fitter, uh, all that sorts of stuff. So what would you say you do on a daily basis? So when you wake up to end of the workday? Um, it's, it's different depending, you know, job to job, but basically, uh, you show up at wherever you're working. Currently I'm, I'm working at a hospital. So, so I would go, uh, go into the hospital to where we're all set up. I would talk to the, the foreman. That's, uh, the person that is in charge of the job, you know, tells everyone what they need to be doing, tells each of the, the journey worker, uh, as teams, exactly what they need to do, tells them where they need to work, you know, make sure they have the materials that they've got. And basically they say, here's what I need from you. And you go and you do it. Uh, recently, most of what I've been doing has been um, installing water lines. So that's uh, copper pipe and running it in walls and stabilizing it and then across you know, the ceiling and all of that stuff and tying it into a main line or basically the, the supply line for where you are in the building. And what would you say is something that you didn't really expect when you first started? That's that's kind of a big one because I went in with, uh, sadly, no expectations? yeah, it was, it was very low expectations. Uh-huh. Uh, and honestly, everyone was so nice. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like that's that's a big thing that that people have a misconception about is like not so much that uh, tradespeople or construction workers or anything aren't nice. It's just that they're not they're not friendly, and everyone was really willing to give me uh, to like to give me a chance to learn what everything is because uh, my first my first couple weeks were basically just me telling all of the other journey workers that I don't know what things are. They'd say something like, uh, go get me the hammer drill. We need to, we need to, to drill some anchors. And I'd say, I don't know what either of those things are. And they go, okay, well, this is this and this is this. Or they'd say, it's what I was using yesterday. Go find that. And, you know, they would just give me the opportunity to, to mess up, I guess and figure out what things are before before they started to tell me what things are because that's that's a really big part of the job knowing what things are and uh being able to admit when when you don't know what stuff is uh-huh because i've seen uh even journey workers sometimes uh be taught things by newer apprentices because you know uh ways that we do things have changed or uh, OSHA standards have changed. 
safety regulations have changed. Uh huh. So, what would you say is something that you would change about it? Something that you don't really like as much? Um. Well, like with uh, with pretty much every job, uh, the the worst part about it is when you have a bad boss. Mm-hmm. Um, so for, for the work that I do, we are subcontracted out by another company. Mm-hmm. So mm, basically yeah, yeah. I work, I work for the union mm-hmm. and the union sends people to work for different companies. Mm-hmm. And these companies take jobs under larger contractors that run everything. The company that I work for only does uh, plumbing, uh, sheet metal, which is like ductwork and stuff like that, and a couple other things. But, you know, you need electricians, you need people to do mm-hmm. like the fire suppression systems and stuff like that. And the, the big contractor uh, makes sure that they have all of these people. And sometimes the the big contractor people aren't, the best to work under. And just just like with every other job, uh you can have you can have a bad job and work just fine as so long as your boss is okay. Uh but sometimes you know these guys make it a little harder. They they just by being not great at at leading and things mm-hmm, like that. Mhm. Mhm, definitely. So what would you say is a fun story or experience that you can share that's unique to your profession? Oh man. Okay. So here's, here's a pretty funny story uh, about when I, when I, when I first started. So I am with my, my journeyman and uh, he's having me install some of the first, uh, some of the first toilets I'd ever put in. And it's, uh, it's the middle of winter. So, you know, it's pretty cold. And where I'm working is a room that we have the wall broken out of so that we can bring things in from outside. Uh, and we've got, you know, tarps and stuff in front of the wall, so it's not freezing inside, but it's like it's a little colder. And uh, to to install a toilet, obviously, you, you attach it to the wall or the floor or wherever it needs to, to be mounted. And then you have to tie in a water line to it so it can flush, you know. And before you do this, you make sure that all of the water is turned off. So when you go to cut into the water line, there's, there's no water. Like, you don't get sprayed with anything. You don't make a mess, anything like that. So my journey worker has me go and look for look for all the valves to make sure all the water's turned off and I look and I don't see anything turned on and I get the toilet mounted to the to the floor like it needs to be and uh-huh. I start to uh I start to cut into this water line uh-huh. and it wasn't turned off. Uh-huh. So it starts spraying out, uh-huh. spraying out, spraying out, spraying out. And I'm you know, I'm I'm getting soaked and soaked and soaked and I get this bucket and I start catching all this water and I call I call the journeyman and I'm like, Hey, uh, I must have missed a valve or something. Can you <laughs> can you come turn it off? 
Uh-huh. And he's like, okay, yeah, yeah, I'll be right there. And he comes over, and this whole time, I'm just catching gallons and gallons and gallons of water and just getting more wet because of how I cut the pipe. It's just spraying uh-huh. all over me, all over the wall, all over the floor, uh, making a big mess. Uh-huh. Well, he's, he's looking for the valve, and he can't seem to find one. And at this point, the, the, the general contractor who's in charge of all of us uh, needs to start bringing things in from outside. So they open up this, this wall, essentially, and it starts snowing inside as I'm getting sprayed Whoa. with all this water and everything. Yeah. So I'm sitting there, and I'm shivering, and like I'm, I'm trying to, to keep my cool and not be <laughs> real frustrated about this. And uh, my journeyman, he comes back, and he says, so I've got good news and I've got bad news. Oh, okay. Uh, that's probably not great, but what, what's going on? And uh, he says, so the good news is that you didn't miss a valve. And I'm like, oh, that's actually not good news. What, what's, what's the bad news then? And he says, well, the bad news is that there wasn't a valve. There's no valve going to this. So I'm going to have to turn all the water off. So you're going to have to drain it all right here so that I can put a valve on so that you can finish doing this. So I get to stand there for like another 10 minutes as the, as the water line drains down uh-huh. and, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting more wet and it's starting to get colder in here because it's the middle of winter. And, uh, we finally get finished and he gets the valve put in and the water turned off and he just looks over at me like soaked from <laughs> head to toe. And he says, just, just go take a break. We'll, we'll, we'll work <laughs> on this after you warm up. Uh, what was that relationship like after that? Uh, it's, it's good. I mean, he, he likes to, <laughs> he likes to, to laugh at me for doing things too fast sometimes, you know, because I don't always, I don't always manage to think things through the, uh, the way that I should, uh, when I'm working on stuff like that. But honestly, he's, he's kind of been the best because he just lets me, uh, he lets me work by myself, and that's that's a really big important thing. It's really hard to learn how to do something when you're uh, when you're just watching someone else do it, as opposed to when you're doing it yourself. Uh huh. So, would you say that your job is more you do the same thing every day, or it's more like when I walk in, I don't know what's what I don't know what I expect. Um, uh, it it's different a lot of the time, um, because we work in a whole bunch of different places, um. I did a job in one of the prisons around here. That was pretty interesting. Um, I've done mostly hospital work so far. I also worked outside in a uh, in one of the parks. They were putting in a little banquet hall, so I got to do some work for that. And there's so many different um, like piping materials. So you've got your your copper that usually goes to to water lines. You've got uh, cast iron and PVC that are for uh, like waste lines and vent lines. You've got uh, this uh, flexible PEX, which is like a a type of plastic flexible tubing that is used for uh, usually radiant heat. Um, There's a whole bunch of stuff and everything is put together in different ways. So some days uh, you'll come in and using copper, you'll do this thing called ProPress, 
which is essentially like Legos, where it, uh, you get all your pieces together, and then in the, the sockets of different pieces, you just crimp the two pieces together, and it seals it. Sometimes we'll be doing uh, soldering, which is a, uh, a form of welding with, with lower heat, where basically you just melt a filler metal, typically made of uh, silver or tin, to two pieces of copper to, to fuse them together. Um, let's see, I'm just now learning about brazing, which is essentially soldering, but a lot hotter and uh, using different types of filler metal. And then the, oh, no, good. Okay, uh, then you've got PVC, which is like glued together, and cast iron, which you use uh, big plastic bands to, to connect together. Uh-huh, so basically there's just a wide variety of things that you can do together. It is, yeah, it's, it's, a lot it's a lot to learn um uh-huh. and at first i was really uh i was really overwhelmed because mm-hmm. this was this was a, a a field that i'd never even thought of uh-huh. about going into or anything like that mm-hmm. and it's it's so much to to pick up on at first or uh-huh. it, it seems like it is but the more you do it the easier it gets and it's just gotten uh-huh. easier since uh-huh. i've been in so what uh, what made you want to keep doing it and what kept you like motivated even though you felt overwhelmed? Um, well, at first it was definitely uh, the money and the benefits. Uh, uh-huh. uh, but after I started, after I got the opportunity to, to do a couple things on my own, it felt really good to, to like look at a room and know that I had helped put it all together. You know, when you start out, it's uh, basically the bare bones of a room. You've got empty walls and no ceiling. And when you finish, it's a completely furbished room, you know, with a, with a toilet, a sink, lights, all that stuff, painted, beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it just feels really good to know that you, you did that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just like that feeling when you did all of it and you finished it and you're like, wow, I made that. It must be an yeah. amazing feeling. It, it really is. And I mean, if you've only ever worked jobs where you don't get to see the fruits of your labors, where like you don't get to see the finished product, it it can be hard to to look at that and think about it as something like that. But it, it really is a a point of pride to look at something that you did and think, wow, that looks really good. I'm so happy I got to help like build this thing. Uh-huh. So for a teenager that wants to pursue your job field, what would you say is some advice to them and what path should they take? Um, well, I would, I would definitely say go in with an open mind because what are what are some uh, some things you think about when you think of uh, tradesmen or construction workers? I don't really think about it that much. I just know that you know they work, you know they work hard, and it's like it's labor, and you're gonna get tired. I don't know. Those are just like the things that I think <laughs> about. <laughs> I mean that's 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 totally fair. 
there's there's a lot of uh in my opinion, you know, misconception about trades workers where, you know, they all barely passed high school or, you know, they just have their GEDs or like this was their last chance or you know, things like that. And that's that's not really the case at all. Most of the uh the apprentices in my class all decided to to take this this route uh because they didn't want to they didn't want to have to pay for college honestly it it definitely helped uh helped sway me to knowing that they would pay for my education along with paying me to do the work um, but other than that, just be willing to to admit that you don't know something um because if who you're working with uh, doesn't know that you don't know something, they, they can't teach you about whatever it is that you don't know. Uh, and, and if they don't want to teach you about it, then they're pretty bad at their job. <laughs> so what do you say are like some traits that you need to have to be in the job? Um, well, with, with anything, you've got to be a, a hard worker. I mean, people, people definitely talk if, uh, you're working on a job and they they look around and you're not really doing anything. Uh, I feel like it's like that for a lot of jobs, but definitely in in physical work like this, people notice when, you know, everyone else is exhausted and you're sitting around going, man, I feel great. I can't wait to do, you know, another six hours of this. Um, be willing to to learn from the people that know more about about it than you do, um, or at the very least, the people that have been doing it longer than you. Uh, a couple of the journey workers told me that you should you should try to learn from everyone you work with, even if what you're learning is what not to do. Um, and you should um, you should know how to stay busy. Sometimes. Uh, you know, sometimes there's just there's stuff that you you can't you can't help with. Like you'll be uh, you'll be working with a journeyman, and they'll explain what they're doing, and you'll do everything that you can to help them out, but you'll still have extra time. And no one likes looking around and seeing someone not doing anything. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Right. So. Last question to you is, what does the future look like? What do you want to do or keep doing? Um, well, I mean, I, I would like to keep doing this. It's, uh, honestly, it's a lot of fun. I, I feel like uh, not everyone would feel that it's a lot of fun. Definitely not everyone that's doing the job thinks it's a lot of fun. But it's, I did, it's, it's really really enjoyable uh to to do this and uh i mean to to top out to become a a journeyman is definitely what i'm shooting for after that maybe i'll uh i'll think about becoming a foreman and you know running work with my own but for right now i just want to I just want to keep learning. I want to make sure that I've got everything that I need to to uh, to be good at this. 
Definitely. Thank you for just talking about your experience being an apprentice in this field. Uh, I really appreciate it. I definitely learned a lot about it. And just, you know, you talked about those misconceptions that people think about, but you kind of debunked all of them and talked about how fun it actually is and talked about some experiences that you had. And, you know, I just want to say thank you for doing it. I can hear the passion that you have in your voice about talking about this. I can tell you're really motivated about doing about doing this. And I just want to say thank you for just talking about it. I really appreciate it. Oh, of course. Thanks. Uh, thanks for talking to me. Thanks for listening to the Major Jobs Podcast. If you liked it, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at Major Jobs Podcast. If you have an interesting career and want to be featured on the show, send us an email at majorjobspodcast at gmail.com with your job title and college major if applicable. Again, thanks for listening. And remember, life happens wherever you are, whether you make it or not.